Radio International. This is the world. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, October 21st. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Today, President Obama says the war in Iraq will be over by the end of the year. Over the next two months, our troops in Iraq, tens of thousands of them, will pack up their gear and board convoys for the journey home. Also, lingering questions about Muammar Gaddafi's death. The UN human rights officials want to know whether the captured Libyan leader was executed. It's a serious international crime. It's like murder. You know, murder is murder, and it can't be justified. And later, the history of rock music in China. BBC News with Ian Purden. New mobile telephone video has emerged from Libya of the moments leading up to the death of Muammar Gaddafi. The United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights has said there should be a full investigation into how Colonel Gaddafi was killed. Gabriel Gatehouse reports from Misrata. Today, new footage emerged of Colonel Gaddafi's final moments. He's seen being led away on foot by rebel fighters who quickly surround him. Guns are pointed at his head and voices can be heard arguing over whether to kill him. This footage appears to have been filmed later. He's still alive and he's been lifted onto a truck. Sometime after that, he's filmed lying on the ground where he appears lifeless. Several hours later, he was pronounced dead. No one knows who fired the shot that killed him. Contrary to Islamic tradition, his body is yet to be buried and lies in a cold storage room in Misrata. The body of one of Colonel Gaddafi's sons, Mutasim, is also in cold storage. It's been on display. It has uh, two gunshot wounds, one in the neck and one in the chest. Another son, Saif al-Islam, who was widely considered to be the heir to Colonel Gaddafi, is thought to have fled Sirte as NTC fighters took control of the town. NATO's top military officer has said he's recommending the end of the alliance's mission in Libya following the death of Colonel Gaddafi. Admiral James Stavridis made the statement before a meeting in Brussels of senior NATO officials to discuss the campaign, which began seven months ago. He described Thursday as a good day for NATO and a great day for the people of Libya. Matthew Price reports from Brussels. NATO's ambassadors are in agreement. The mission can come to an end. It won't, however, happen immediately. There will be some days yet during which NATO aircraft will continue their surveillance operations to check there's no residual threat to Libya's civilians. Assuming there isn't, after seven months the operation will soon close down, without NATO having sustained any casualties and with relatively few civilians killed as a result of its actions. President Obama has confirmed that United States forces will complete their withdrawal from Iraq by the end of the year. The final troops would return, he said, with their heads held high and with the backing of the American people. Today, I can report that, as promised, the rest of our troops in Iraq will come home by the end of the year. After nearly nine years, America's war in Iraq will be over. Over the next two months, our troops in Iraq Tens of thousands of them will pack up their gear and board convoys for the journey home. Mr. Obama said discussions would continue with Iraqi leaders about how the U.S. could continue to help train Iraqi forces. Mr. Obama was speaking shortly after holding a video conference with the Iraqi Prime Minister, Nouri al-Maliki. World News from the BBC. 
The American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has confirmed that the United States has held a meeting with members of the militant Haqqani network. The meeting's reported to have taken place in recent months before several major attacks against U.S. interests in Afghanistan, which have been blamed on Haqqani fighters. Speaking during a visit to Pakistan, Mrs. Clinton said her country had reached out to the group to test their willingness to engage in a peace process. She said the meeting was facilitated by Pakistan, which has admitted it could do more to prevent militant groups operating within their borders. Football's well-governing body, FIFA, has said it'll release documents relating to a corruption scandal ten years ago. FIFA's president, Sepp Blatter, said the documents will be handed to an independent external body. A BBC correspondent says they could identify senior FIFA members who allegedly took bribes in the 1990s. One of London's best-known landmarks, St Paul's Cathedral in the city's financial district, has closed for the first time since the Second World War.